Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about relationships with parents. Hey, y'all. How's it going? I just got off a cruise going to the Caribbean, and it was amazing. It was so, so fun. We saw lots of iguanas. Those things are huge and <laughs> kind of scary looking. Um and we got to hang out on the beach and swim in like perfect crystal blue waters and it was just amazing. So I'm very excited to be back here with y'all. So today's episode is all about your relationship with your parents and for today's episode I thought it'd be super fun to bring my mom on and talk with her about um, some of the things that have helped us build a really strong relationship as well as um, some of the challenges as a teen and having a good relationship with your parent. And um, towards the end, my mom shares um, some of her story with her mother, which I think is um, a very powerful story, especially for those of you who have um, parents that are not um, available in your life. You feel like they're very distant and aren't present for you. Uh, My mom's mother struggled with addiction. So... I think that hopefully I feel like hearing her story and also mine will be very beneficial for y'all and I'm super excited to hop into it. But first, I wanted to read a review from Allie Jarman. She wrote, this podcast has changed the way I view my li- myself and my life. I definitely wish that every single teen would listen to this. It is so encouraging and reassuring that I'm so and I'm so grateful that I found it. I look forward to new episodes because I listen to all the available episodes within two days. Thank you, Mikkel, for your efforts in making teen lives better. Thank you so much, Allie. And I I agree. I think every single teen should listen. (laughs) So um, a lot of y'all have been super sweet and have reached out to me and said, I love your podcast and I've shared it with my friends. So if you haven't had the chance to do that yet, share this podcast with your friends. Like, I really feel like there are a lot of teens that could value being here and hanging out with us every week. So thank you guys so much for leaving your views and helping spread the word about this podcast. It means so, so much. So without further ado, we're going to hop into my interview with my amazing mom. Hi, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, today we are talking with Lisa Lewis, and Lisa is my amazing mother. <laughs> so um, I just invited my mom to come onto the podcast because I really wanted to talk um, with her about um, our relationship and some of the ups and downs in it to um, really help you guys kind of get some ideas of um, how you can improve your relationship with your parents and also kind of get some perspective on it. So uh, we wanted to start off with a uh, mom favorite memory that you have with me, moments that you enjoyed growing up. Okay, so I thought there's two that I thought of that came to mind in particular. One was when you were in high school, I started getting into running and you loved to run. And you were actually a lot better distance runner than I was. And so <laughs> when we would go on long runs, um, I love doing it, but the funny part about it was that 
you would sit there and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> and I just, uh-huh, 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 <laughs> because I was breathing so hard and I wasn't as good of a runner. So I just listened to you talk and I was able to talk some, but anyway, it's just kind of funny that you were actually a pretty incredible distance runner and your mom had a hard time keeping up. <laughs> anyway, it's a favorite memory um, and a funny one for me. But the other one is just, I remember different times particularly the teenager, you wanted me to come and lay by you before you went to sleep. And I'd play with your hair and we would just talk. Like those were the times that you like really were vulnerable and willing to open up. And we just really had good conversations because those are the times you really wanted to open up and talk to me about things related to life. So yeah, definitely some, a couple of favorite memories. And I, I've been really blessed as far as like, I have a mom that is like my, I have a lot of my good memories with you are just like little simple things. Like, um, my mom was always, you were always very good about like, um, when I get home from school and you would just, um, be like, Hey, how was your day? And you would, you know, you're busy and you had all these things around the house you wanted to get done, but you would take that 15 minutes to like, just sit and listen to me talk about my day. And you always, I always had lots to say, and you always made like time and space for that to like, listen to me and hear like my thoughts on what was going on for me. So mm -hmm. that was something like I feel very blessed with that I had a mom that was always very willing to listen. And also that I felt comfortable like opening up and sharing because I realized like a lot of you guys might not be at that place where like you feel comfortable sharing with your parents, which is like totally okay and just where you're at in your relationship. But I think if you are willing to open up and be vulnerable, like there are so it just creates a lot of opportunity to be closer with your parent, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point, just about that willingness to be vulnerable, because I think sometimes we do see our parents as someone that, you know, they're the authority, and maybe they're going to judge something that we've done that we're mm -hmm. likely to tell them. And, and, I, and I recognize that there may be those situations where it's not comfortable, or maybe they're not safe to share, but you know, we did have that. We were able, you know, you were able to be vulnerable with me. And then so that did facilitate us being closer. Right. Definitely. Um, and so we definitely like have gone through different phases in our relationship because like, I feel like we are very, very blessed that like you are one of my best friends and I'm very, very close with you, which is guys, if you're willing to be open with your parents and your parents are interested in your life and they're asking you and you're afraid to open up, like, being willing to open up, that is a huge benefit is like you can build an amazing friendship with your parents. Maybe you may not see that as like something you really want as a team, but when you're an adult guys, you'll be so glad you have it. <laughs> like I, oh yeah, we're, we're best friends and I love, I love you so much. And so I, I feel like though we definitely were not always here. And part of that was like growing up. And so when I was younger, <laughs> some of the struggles we had, um, I went through being a teenager before I was a teenager. So I was actually like, a, <laughs> I was very cooperative when I was like 12. And when I actually was 13, I was like more mature. And I would like, I got along much better with my mom. But probably when I was like eight, I was a teenager. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> right. Like um, when I was like honoring and stubborn. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I hadn't really thought about it being great. Maybe we've talked about that, but I have never thought about like you going through the teenage years early. And that, that really was, it. our relationship really did start to bloom as you got into your teenage years, which is usually the opposite with a lot of teens. Like those are the years that they're 
really like having conflict with their parents, which isn't totally abnormal. I mean, that happens. That's Mm -hmm. normal teenage stuff. But yeah, when you were younger, um, definitely challenging me on different things and wanting to argue about different things. And it was probably just your way of trying to evolve into who you were becoming. But, you know, at the time, of course, you being my first and being a young mom, I didn't know how to deal with that. I didn't know how to interpret that. I just thought it was being very confrontational. But now that I look at the strong person you are and being willing to, you've talked about this, I think, in one of your podcasts, just your ability to be able to be, to make decisions and like stand your ground on things like this is where, where I'm at. I'm not crossing this line. And like in your, um, just the choices that you made. So maybe that was being formed earlier when you were young. That's how you were deciding by being confrontational and and arguing and stuff that was kind of developing into who you were going to be. Yeah. It was not a bad thing. It may have felt like it at the time, but it's not a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually really interesting. And so like when you guys are kind of thinking about your relationships with your parents, like points that you kind of struggle with that, you know, maybe those are just like character traits in you that are developing, like my stubbornness and honoriness mm-hmm. and fighting with my mom is like really honestly, like a great characteristic I have. It was just like a little bit too much <laughs> with my mom when I was eight. I did not have that like willingness, my, my strength and willingness to fight was like a little bit like too much. And I did not have that <laughs> under control at that age. <laughs> but now I've channeled it productively. <laughs> so I think knowing that, that, yeah, some of the struggles you're having in your relationship with your parents, like actually might be strengths that you have. Um, and something you guys even laugh about later, like we can laugh about like some of the stupid things that I did when I was eight, like um, we can laugh about it now. Mm-hmm. And so knowing like if you are in a rough spot with your parents, that like, if you're willing to work towards having a good relationship with them, like it's something you might be able to look back and just like laugh about later and like, but you don't have to take it so seriously. Yeah. And also I think the other thing I want to point out, like maybe that's just part of the development, right? Just we can't grow up and not ever have conflict. That's, I mean, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be different things we experience and just being able to recognize okay yeah maybe I was kind of ornery but that was just part of my development it's totally fine yeah and so then like growing into a teen I definitely kind of shifted because I went from like resisting and fighting you and being very ornery to like I wanted to very much like please you right like that was kind of the shift of like you know I wanted to make you happy I wanted to be like a perfect daughter and like but you know, very much like almost like opposite, <laughs> um, which I think was very good because it, a lot, it created like that created a lot of peace in our relationship, honestly, right. To be able to, for me to be more wanting to please you, but there definitely were some like problems with that. Right. Like I lost a little bit of independence that I had when I was younger. Right. Because I didn't just make decisions on my own. I would go, to my mom and my dad all the time, like just saying like, Hey, (laughs) what should I do? What should I do? And like wanting to constantly get your feedback on things and wanting you to hold my hand through everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think again, maybe I guess to an extreme that could be seen as not as helpful to you, but also I think that is, I mean, that, that probably is, we're talking about this and thinking about our connection. And that was probably part of that process of us becoming connected was you at times maybe relying on us, maybe 
like you said, maybe there were times you felt like you relied on us too much and you didn't exert that independence. But I think that was part of your process also in being able to develop that independence was being able, you felt you could trust us and you would come to your dad and I and like, okay, here's where I'm at with something. I need your feedback or I need to know what you guys think or what should I do? And you did rely on us a lot, but then as you got into young adulthood, then you started kind of, again, evolving into this independence and you didn't have to come to us quite as much. So maybe that really was a good foundation for you of that safety zone. Like I can come and ask my parents and they're going to help walk me through this. And basically we're you know, teaching you how to figure out problems in the future for yourself and how to be independent. Yeah. Yeah. And your, and your parents really do want the best for you. And they're, when you go to them with problems, like they're going to do their very best to like help you through it. And like, obviously like parents are still learning a lot too and they're not perfect, but they're going to do the best they can to help and guide you. Yeah. Um, and so definitely that's don't nice. take that for granted. And I think what's interesting is like, cause I realize like all of our listeners, like everyone that's listening right now, you guys are probably all at very different like stages in your relationships with your parents. Like everyone's relationship is unique. And even like with the same set of parents, like I look at my relationship with you guys compared to like my sister and like, how her relationship developed and changed with you guys throughout the years. And like when she was honorary and like fought against you and the way she rebelled was like different than like how I struggled. Yeah. So like knowing like your relationship with your parents is like so unique. And um, <laughs> I don't know exactly where I was going with that other than to just realize like you, where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be at with your parents. And, yeah. um, yeah, like, because definitely, like, Jessie, I feel, <laughs> my sister, she was, uh, she, like, totally was, like, rebellious <laughs> as a teenager. She was, like, mom and dad, do not tell me what to do. I don't want any advice, like, and whereas I was always, like, what should yeah, I do? What should I do? Sure. So, yeah, definitely, like, your relationship is, like, so unique, and so, like, learning how to make it the strongest it can be will be, like, unique to you and your parents. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. But what, uh, so as we, we've kind of talked about some of the different like struggles we've had, what do you feel like are some of the things like you and I have both like chosen to do that have, you know, as like our, these teens, as you guys are like looking to build like a strong relationship with their parents, like what, what are things that they can do to build that strong relationship? What are things that we did that like okay. created our friendship? I. One of the things for sure, and you had mentioned this early, just the willingness to communicate, you being willing to come home and be vulnerable and to share what was going on. And then one other thing I thought about with you is you always took an interest in us, like your dad and I. You would ask us questions. You'd want to know about our growing up, you know, stories about our growing up or how our day was or what work was like for us that day. Like you reached out and took an interest in us. And I really think that because you did that, that really helped facilitate the relationship and to make it so that it was stronger because parents are always wanting to take an interest in their kids. Well, I should say most parents. In a lot of relationships. In a lot of relationships, you see that the parents are trying to figure out, maybe, they, maybe they're not even sure how to do it and so it doesn't appear that way, but uh -huh. parents, they love their kids and they're trying to figure out how to connect with them. And the kids are sometimes resistant to that. They feel like their parents ask too many questions or they're being too invasive. And, and, but with you, 
we could ask you questions and you would respond, you were willing to, and then you were willing to take an interest in us. And I think between those two pieces, that's what really helped it helped us to connect and form this great relationship that we can talk. Mm-hmm. I think also like, um, yeah, beyond, you know, like, cause yeah, your parents do always ask you questions and like care about you in your lives. And I don't know how many kids are good to do that where they actually like care about their parents and are asking their parents questions about their lives. And I think especially as a teen, it's very easy to be like in your own little world and focused on what's going on for you. And so we will take a moment to step out of that and like, you know, wonder what's going on for your parents, you know, when your mom's having a bad day, like what is, you know, what happened to her that day and like learning about that and just understanding who your parent is more, like I think really helps build a good connection. Yeah. Um, and then also like even just finding unique ways to connect with them. Like I think, you know, with my dad, like something I would do is like, I remember, I feel like the first point I really started building a relationship with him was about when I was 12 or 13. And that was when I made efforts to say like, hey, I want to come run with you. Mm-hmm. I want to work out with you. And I remember that was the first time my dad and I actually really started having like real like deep conversations like consistently, I think. And obviously part of that was me just like getting older. But um, I think, yeah, like finding that time of like, this is something my dad enjoys doing. And like, I'm totally open to doing this with him or like running with my mom or like, I'm trying to think what were other things we did to connect. Like, <laughs> I feel like you were actually very willing to do things that I enjoyed doing. It was kind of the everyday stuff, but it was just the everyday interactions. Yeah. Like, I'm making dinner and you come in and you start talking or your dad is, I don't know. I can't even think of a situation. There's always times that you were like, maybe he was just sitting on the couch reading an article or something and you would come and ask what he was reading about and you'd take an interest in that. Mm-hmm. Can I point out one other thing real quick that just yeah. came up when we were talking about this? I think the other thing just to be aware of is, you know, when in connecting with your parents, you can ask questions about them and maybe they are having a hard day and just being willing to listen, but just also knowing that you're not responsible for their feelings, that if they're feeling sad, of not taking responsibility for that and feeling like, oh, I have to help them feel better. Like, oh, just being able to, I'm sorry you had a hard day today and not take that on personally. Because sometimes kids do do that and they think because their parents are sad or angry or whatever, that they think they have to be responsible for that. And that's not the case at all. They can just empathize and say, I'm really sad. Sorry you had a hard day. And that's it. And I think, and I think as a teen, it is very easy to take on the emotions of your parent, right? Like it just as a kid, like if your mom comes home and she's super angry and frustrated about things and like snapping at you about stuff, it is super easy to just like react and be frustrated and angry back or maybe try to like help and fix and calm the situation kind of depending on your personality, I think, yeah. but just knowing like, um, just because like your, your parents have their own emotions and you have your own emotions and like, like their emotion does not have to equal yours. Just because your mom is angry and frustrated doesn't mean you automatically need to be angry and frustrated back at her. You yeah. know, you can just be like, you know, maybe feel compassionate for your mom, <laughs> but also no, you don't, it's not your job to fix it necessarily. No. You know? And kids do tend to do that. They tend to take it on and they think, oh, I must've done something wrong or it's my fault. And just being able to step back from them and say, wait a second, this isn't about me. This is just about where they're at today or right. whatever's going on. Yeah. And obviously like having open communication with your parents. So if there is something going on, they can talk to you about it and you can know like, oh, maybe I need to do this differently. But yeah, knowing you're still not responsible for their emotions, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Okay, and so the one last thing that we were, um, I really wanted to talk about was, um, so I've been blessed, like, my mom, like, she really, really is very amazing. <laughs> and I realized that everyone's situation is super different. And like, not everyone might have a mom that is like, you know, there when you get home from school or like taking an interest in your life and maybe might be kind of distant from you. And that, that that's like a real thing to struggle with. And um, part of the reason I wanted my mom to come on is to talk a little bit about her relationship with her mother. Um, she definitely has a very um, unique situation as far as like not definitely different than what I grew up with. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Uh, growing up, well, first of all, my parents, they divorced when I was three years old and then they went through a, you know, like they both remarried and then got divorced and then got remarried again. So by the time I was a teenager, both my parents were on their third marriage. Um, related to my mom, my mom from the time I can remember, she struggled with alcohol and drug abuse and, you know, was addicted. And it really impacted our relationship. Like I knew my mom always, I knew my mom loved us. My sister and I love, love, loved us. But because she had these addictions, it really impacted her ability to be there for us and to be present, either physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all those areas that she just didn't have that capacity to be able to do that because when someone's addicted, they're just so caught up in their addiction. They, they don't realize or maybe are unable to take care of their kids in a way maybe they would really like to. Um, so... I didn't feel like I had those connections with my mom. I felt like, kind of felt like I didn't have a mom a lot of the time. And um, I, it was a couple years ago, I came across my mom's journal. I don't even remember, I don't even know how I got a hold of it. I think I was given a bunch of things from my mom for pictures and it just happened to be in there. And this oh. is, Oh, also add in so so when I was a baby when I was about three like when I was a baby yeah your mom passed away yeah well yes yeah you were a toddler mm -hmm. yeah so that sorry just just for context for you guys so yes. so she grew up kind of my mom with you know a mother that struggled with a lot of addictions and when my mom was in like her young adult years her mom passed away from a drug overdose yes yeah. Thank so, you. so years, years and years later where she, she has had all this time to kind of reflect on having, you know, a mom who wasn't present all the time. And, you know, it, it kind of shaped, it definitely shaped the way she parented. I think a lot of ways for good, right? You knew because of some of the things she didn't do, you knew the mom you wanted to be because yes, of that. Mm -hmm. But, um, but definitely like, kind of like, you know, it, you were missing that relationship to some degree and like, Straw, you you could acknowledge to me kind of feeling some like anger towards her right or like you know some sad like a lot of sadness right yes, yes. and then it, it kind of as you were dealing with that you had stumbled on her journal sorry i just had to yeah, no thank you for giving that background yes that's that's totally what it was it was yeah she did die when um i was a very young mom had two young young children and yeah, I did, like, over those years, just really struggled with, I didn't, I didn't have a mom to share parenting stuff with, I didn't have a mom I could come say, my child's doing this, <laughs> I need some help, you know, so there was, there was anger, and there was a lot of sadness, 
related to our relationship, there was a sense of loss. And I probably grieved a lot that relationship that I didn't have. Right. And some of, some of our listeners, they might, might feel like that where, you know, like they don't really have a relationship with their parents or like when they're having hard things happen at school, that like they can't go to their mom about it or their dad. Yeah. And, and definitely that is super normal to feel like some sadness about that, to like compare yes. your, the parent you have to like the parent other people have. Yes. And I did that. Yeah. yeah I definitely compared for sure. Yeah. So um, I guess with her journal, I, it was just a couple years ago and I came across her journal and I started reading it and the journal entries were from, from the time I was in high school and she talked about her, the physical pain that she was having and she would get up and she'd be, have these plans for the day like, okay, I'm going to get these things done and I'm going to do this and this. And she like really wanted to be a productive person. She really wanted to like show up for, she wrote a lot about her daughters and like how much she loved them and how she wanted to show up for them. But then she was just dealing with all of this pain. She was dealing with emotional pain, but also physical pain, which was why she was medicating and overusing drugs is because she had a lot of physical pain going on and emotional pain. It was both. And I read it and of course I'm crying and there's lots of tears. And at that point, I was able to have compassion for my mom. It didn't change that she wasn't able to be there for me, but I was able to look at her differently and be able to see, like, she had stuff going on in her life that I probably totally didn't understand. I just thought from my viewpoint as a teenager that my mom's not there for me, mm-hmm. but my mom had all this stuff going on that she really didn't have a lot of control over because she she was sick she was ill and i was grateful for that experience because it helped soften a lot of the anger and the sadness and it turned into compassion for my mom and then knowing that she did the best that she could with the tools that she had she didn't have a lot of tools she didn't have a lot of things to help her work through her thoughts or her feelings or how she behaved like we kind of do now but she did the best she could mm-hmm. i was grateful for that experience yeah and, and I, I love that. I love that story. And I think the powerful takeaway that we can have from that is knowing like, like you guys might not have any idea, like what your parents are struggling with. Like you might just know, like they're not, you know, showing up, they're not doing the things you want them to do as a parent, but being able to recognize, like, you don't know what's going on for them and being able to just feel love and compassion for your parents. Right. Um, where they're at right because i think that that for you like being in that place of love and compassion for your mom was probably a much happier place to be in versus like being sad and angry and wishing she had been different yes because you can't change change. you can't change her right and and that's something we have to accept like as a child is that you can't you know sometimes parents try to change kids (laughs) right but also kids we try to change our parents sometimes like we want our parents to behave differently than they do and, and I think it is good to communicate to your parents and tell them like, you know, if you're wanting your mom, maybe your mom always gives you advice for things and you want her to just listen to you, like complain, like to maybe tell her that like, mom, I just want you to listen to me complain right now. And like communicate what you're wanting from your parents, but also know they might not do that, that they might still do things the way they're doing and knowing like your parent doesn't need to change in order for you to be happy and feel love and compassion for them. For sure. And because and, I think that, mom, you're an amazing example of this, right? Of like, 
you know, you have a situation that I think a lot of people look at as like, that's super justified to just be angry at your mom and you should have had something different, but that doesn't help you at all. Right. Right. And your life has been better being able to feel love for your mom. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I agree. See, um, okay. So just last, like, um, mom, any advice that you would give to teens that are struggling with their relationship with their parents? I think we, we've kind of have touched on some of the stuff, you know, in this podcast of realizing there's things we can't control. Um, one thing maybe that I could point out is that I guess being willing to look at, like we said, being willing, being willing to look at the way you think about your parents, how you act towards them. And you want an example that I thought of that probably is common to a lot of teens is my parents don't understand me. That might be a thought that they have. My parents don't understand me. And because of that, you might feel really angry and then you show up around your parents as being distant or defensive, you know, because you think that they don't understand you and being able to just, well, I guess when you think that way, when you think my parents don't understand me, you show up defensive, you show up maybe angry and then you put up a wall and then your parents really can't understand you because you've got this wall up and just being able to understand that again, being willing to be vulnerable, being willing to talk with your parents and also under having that understanding that like say maybe you really have a tricky or a hard situation with your parents and just having that understanding that I can't change them and maybe being able to exercise some compassion um, and just being able to I think look inward of what can I change and the answer is always ourselves that's the only thing that we have the power to control is ourselves but when we do that and we can look at how I'm thinking or how I'm feeling about a situation it really can turn it all around maybe your environment and what's going on with your parents well it it may not change but you can change the way you feel and sometimes it does change the and does sometimes it does end up affecting the relationship for the positive right thanks yeah i love that and i think also um yeah you know if you guys are in a, a tricky situation with your family or you know like there's a lot of tension in your house um or, you know, addiction, whatever's going on is just knowing that, um, you know, like the parents you have are the parents you were supposed to have. And you might not understand why right now, but just like trust that. And I think that you're able, you can find the good more when you really believe that. And like, I'm sure mom, there are many times like, and you, you know, like that you couldn't see why, and maybe you still don't fully understand why, but like, you know, I can see how much like the hard situation you grow up in, you grew up in has shaped you as a person for good and has made you, um, you know, amazing woman who has been, who helps so many people because of the hardships you went through. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, That would be part of the last thing I would contribute to that is even though it was very, very challenging and I sometimes wondered why, why me, why do I have to be in this family? Why do I have to be growing up this way? It completely facilitated becoming who I am today, the kind of mom I was. Um, it helped shape the career I've gone into. And yeah, it, I mean, I, I look back on that and think, why did I have to go through that? But I can answer that today and say it's because it's it formed who you are and it was part of your journey. Yeah. Yeah. So just work on that guys, believing that 
you're where you're supposed to be with the family that you're in. And even when it's hard and you don't know why, just like trusting that. And like, I think you'll be amazed to see like how things work out and turn out. So yeah. Thanks so much for coming on mom. I love you. Thank you for having me. Love you too. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again to another episode. Um, I really hope that this was helpful for y'all and I'm excited to hear how working on your parent relationship goes. If y'all want to reach out to me at palm.street on Instagram, I would love to hear um, and give you guys advice on anything you're needing. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.